Hello and welcome to the Empowered Parenting Podcast. I'm so happy and grateful that you're here. This podcast is all about exploring what makes us feel empowered as parents and what empowers our children so that we can best support them as they learn how to navigate the world. My name's Polly and I'm a mum, teacher, mindset coach and empowered parenting mentor and it's my mission to spread the message of positive parenting and empower the next generation. Thank you so much for being here. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Empowered Parenting Podcast. I am really looking forward to this one because I'm going to be talking about something that I talk to lots of my clients about. Um, most mums who come to me looking for my support mention this word <clears throat> at some point in our journey together and that word is balance and in this episode I'm going to be exploring whether it's actually possible to achieve a sense of balance as a busy mum. There is no getting around the fact that when you are a parent life becomes very busy. There are too many things to do and not enough time to do them in. And it can lead to this, these feelings of overwhelm, of stress, and just feeling like something is off, like life is not balanced in the way that it should be. And The fact that I talk to a lot of mums about this and have had this conversation with so many other people has obviously made me reflect on my relationship with balance and whether I feel like I have a sense of balance in my life as a busy mum. My experience is right now that I have a daughter who is almost seven who requires a lot of my time and energy when she's at home. She's obviously in full-time school, which means that I do have time when she isn't in school, but that time is always spent working. I am running my own business. I'm still in the early stages of trying to get myself out there and build my business up to where I want it to be. So every moment that I'm not with Mila is spent on my business. We have a dog who needs walking daily. I have a house that needs cleaning. I like to cook proper meals every day. I try to get to the gym three times a week because I know that that really helps my mental health, my physical health. I try and make time for doing things that bring me joy, fill my cup up, self-care, things that are just for me, that make me feel good, that help me connect to me. So I have a lot on my plate. I have a very busy life. There is never not something to do. And yet I do feel like I have balance. I do feel like my life is reasonably well balanced. So I've created something to help other people with this because when I was reflecting on this, well, yeah, I am really busy and there is not enough hours in the day, but I do feel balanced and I feel stressed 
Not very often, actually. And overwhelm, yes, it comes in waves and it takes over sometimes, but nowhere near as often as it used to. So it led me to thinking about, well, what are the things that I've implemented? What have I put in place? Why does my life feel like it is balanced, even though I am super busy? And I've put all of that information into a document, which you can download for free. And I've called it the Busy Mums Five Step Guide to Balance. I will put it in the show notes because this is a really, really useful thing for you to use to reflect on your relationship with balance and to improve your relationship with balance. It's really, really going to help you to take stock of where you are and how you feel right now and to move forward and to help you feel more balanced and more calm in your life. So yeah, it's in the show notes, it's on my website, it's on all my social media, you can find it over there. But I'm just going to use this episode to talk a little bit about it and and what balance actually means to me and how I have created a life that feels more balanced because I can assure you it didn't used to. My experience is that balance is an inside job. There's no getting away from the fact that as a parent, you're physically busy and it's quite difficult to remove things from your to-do list because if they're not on there, then they're not going to get done and that's going to make life more difficult. And I remember a few months ago, there was a, on social media, there was one of these videos going round with a lot of mums jumped on it where somebody saying, you don't have to do it all. And then the mums coming back and saying, so who the mm, is going to do it? And it's true, isn't it? If I stop doing all of the things that I do, then life becomes more difficult, really. Not easier, because I do have these responsibilities. I do have these things that I do because they make life better. And it's not really realistic to just say, oh, we'll stop doing them. Now, yes, We can definitely take a look at our schedule and see where there might be things that we're doing that we don't actually need to be doing so much of. But there are certain things that take up a lot of our time, that take up a lot of our energy, that have to be done. And they have to be done by us. And so for me, when it comes to balance, it's an inside job. Balance is about what you're thinking. It's about what's going on inside you, what's going on inside your mind, more than it is what's going on around you. So this guide that I've created is really based on getting to the bottom of what's going on inside you. And it's in five steps. And I'm just going to briefly talk through what each of those five steps are. And then you can dive into the guide and go into more detail 
for you, personalize all of this to you and see what your relationship with all of these things is. So number one is looking at your expectations. Recognizing what expectations you are setting upon yourself, where you are expecting absolute perfection and where you're trying to do the work of four people all by yourself. This is something that I have really had to work on myself and it's something that I've worked with so many clients on now, perfectionism. Feeling like I need to be perfect in all of my roles. I need to be a perfect mum. I need to be perfect in my career. I need to be perfect homemaker. I need to be a perfect cook. I need to be perfect when it comes to my self-care. I remember somebody saying to me, I just can't give 100% to everything. And me saying, well, no, of course you can't. If you gave 100% to everything, you'd need to be running at 500%. You only have 100% to give, and that is on a really good day. Most days, we've only got 50% to give, 40% to give. And I love the quote, I think it's Jim Quick quote, that says, if today you've got 40% and you give 40%, then you actually gave 100%. Expecting yourself to be able to be perfect in every single different role you play is an unrealistic expectation. Putting 50 things on your to-do list that you want to achieve in 12 hours is an unrealistic expectation. Expecting yourself to always feel great is an unrealistic expectation. Expecting yourself to never feel like you can't, you just can't cope with this, to never have days where you feel completely overwhelmed by it is an unrealistic expectation. So looking at the expectations that you are setting yourself is such a big part of finding balance because if I can recognize that oh yeah I'm expecting perfection from myself in every area of my life and of course I can't achieve that just that in itself recognizing that that's what you've been doing is going to be helpful Step number two is priorities. Looking at what you're prioritizing in your life. Whether you are even on that priority list and getting really clear on what your current priorities are. A really, really powerful language shift. Rather than saying, I don't have time for that, I can't do that because I don't have time. Saying, that isn't a priority for me right now. It puts you in the driver's seat. 
rather than feeling completely out of control, I don't have enough time. No, I'm not going to do that because it's not a priority for me right now. And getting really honest about that as well. It's okay for certain things to not be a priority in your life right now. Your priorities can change over time. Maybe this month, for me, in my life, I'm prioritizing my career, my business. But then we're coming up into summer holidays and my priorities are going to change then. My priority then is going to be Mila, my daughter, spending time with her, enjoying her. Right now, my priority is my business. So it's okay for me to be putting all a lot of my energy into that. When you can recognize what your prior what you are prioritizing and where your priorities align with what you want to be prioritizing and where you've actually been prioritizing things that are not that important to you. A mindset shift occurs and that can also help you feel much more balanced. Number three, once you've recognized what your priorities are, this is where you can take an overview of your week and actually look at your look at where you are achieving balance physically or where you're feeling physically unbalanced. Take an overview of your week. Look at how you are spending your time. What are you prioritizing? Where maybe have you been prioritizing things that you don't actually think to be that important? And how can you shift that and prioritize the things that are? Now in the guide, this will help you really go into detail on this. And I would really, really recommend using it if this is something that you quite often find yourself thinking about that life just feels hectic all over the place, unbalanced, overwhelming, this guide is really going to help you. Step number four is looking at boundaries. How and why it's so important to know what your boundaries are how to communicate them to people and stick to them because when it comes to finding balance you can reset your expectations you can look at where you're prioritizing certain things that maybe you didn't want to be and start prioritizing things you do want to be you can take an overview of your week and see where you can achieve more balance you then need to put the boundaries in place to make those little changes that might involve needing to say no to certain things that you've always said yes to before it might involve removing yourself from certain things for example i have a personal one i was on the um governors at my daughter's school and although it was only taking up sort of a few hours of my month i realized i'm trying to set my own business up raise my daughter 
do all of these things and I just don't want to prioritize this. I don't want this on my list as another thing that I have to give my energy to. So I removed myself from it. I started to say no to it and it made a big difference. And then the final step is self-care. Those of you who listen to me all the time are probably fed up of hearing me preach about self-care, but I'm never going to stop. Nothing in life feels as stressful or as overwhelming when you approach it with a full cup. When you are coming at anything from a place of feeling good because you've had enough sleep, you've maybe had some time just being mindful, being silent, you've started saying no to that thing that was going to take you three hours and instead you've been able to spend your time doing something that feels good to you, everything's easier. That's why I'm always going on about self-care and how it's a necessity, not a luxury. That's also why prioritising self-care and my own self-connection, my own healing as a mother is the best thing that I can do as a parent. It's the best thing that I can do for my parenting. Because if I am approaching life from a place where I prioritize myself, where I am on my own priority list, I recognize my own value. And this might be a little bit controversial to say, but I believe the reason that a lot of mums don't prioritize self-care is not because they don't have enough time. The reason most mums don't prioritize self-care is because they don't value themselves highly enough. They're not recognizing how valuable they are, not as a mother, not as a worker, not as a cleaner, not as a cook, not as a doer, as a person. You are so valuable. When you can recognize how valuable you are and how much more conscious and connected you are as a parent, when you are prioritizing yourself and your own self-care, when you realize how much easier it is to be in those difficult moments with your children where your children are struggling, when you're approaching them from a place of having a full cup, that is when you will start prioritizing your self-care. That is when your own needs will move up from the bottom of your priority list or not even being on your radar to somewhere near the top of your priority list because it creates a domino effect. What if your needs, your self-connection, 
your healing, your mental health, your well-being was at the top of your priority list? What difference would that make? Think about that question. And the guide goes into that question as well. There's journal prompt in there that you can use to get really clear on what the answer is to that. Self-care isn't selfish. Self-care shouldn't be a luxury. Self-care should be a necessity because when you're looking after yourself and your own needs, everything else feels more balanced. Everything else feels easier. So my belief is that yes, balance is achievable as a busy mum. Because to me, balance is a feeling, it's a mindset. When I'm approaching a super busy day, a normal day in my life, from a place where my expectations are set at a realistic level as to what I can actually achieve, I've got my priorities in order, I know what my priorities are, I've got my boundaries in place, and I've been prioritizing my own wants and needs, it's gonna feel so much easier. That day is gonna feel so much more balanced, so much less overwhelming, no matter what it throws at me, than if I'm coming at it from a place where I've done none of the above. If I'm coming at that day from a place where I'm setting massively high, ridiculous expectations for myself. I'm prioritizing things that are actually not serving me. My boundaries are non-existent and I'm saying yes to all sorts of things that are just adding, adding, adding to my pile. And I'm also running on empty because I can't remember the last time I did something for myself or gave myself some time, prioritized something that helped me connect to me, that helped me heal. The difference is vast. Go and download the guide, schedule in some time to go through it, get yourself a cup of tea. That doing that is self-care in itself. I know that it will make a big difference to you and I would love to hear any feedback that you have on it. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode and know someone else who would love it too, please share it with them. And if you really enjoyed listening, I have a little favour to ask. I'd be so grateful if you'd go and hit the follow button and leave a short review too. It's the best way to help a little podcast like this one grow so that I can spread this message far and wide. And it also means that you'll never miss a new episode. Mm -hmm.